What's up, y'all? It's Speed Dangerous back with another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk. Now, I have a lot of shit to get off my chest. Within a matter of hell, I uploaded this episode, my last episode last night, and some things happened that I want to talk about. First, we're gonna get, we're gonna get the easy shit out the way. Jason Tatum had 60 points last night against. San Antonio Spurs in a win. Boston was down by 32 points. And what did Jason Tatum do? He pulled out his inner Kobe because he's a Kobe disciple. He grabbed Boston by the throat. It's into the game. Got his 60 points and got a win. If you're going to take control of a game, that's how you take fucking control. And I definitely give him the utmost respect for that. And anybody that can do that like you have a killer instinct in you. Let's talk about the Lakers shit show last night. So, but he came back for the first time since he hurt his ankle. AD was back in his like third game since he came back from missing 30 games. They played the Sacramento Kings. They had a good lead on them, like maybe a 10-point lead or so. And they tried to make a rally because it was a back-and-forth game all through the game. So it wasn't like one team was leading at one point, then they came back. No. It was back and forth. And the point lead. I think going into the third quarter, something like that. It was coming down to the wire. And when they had the opportunities to make shit happen and close the fucking game out, they did not. They lost by four points. And that shows the constant inconsistencies that I was talking about in the last episode. They drop games they could easily fucking win. And then look around like, oh, well, we didn't do this and do that. Listen, if you know what's at stake, you're the fucking defending champions for God's sakes. You better do everything that you can to show them why you're the defending champions. But the episode that I want to do right now, it just, I can feel my skin crawling as I'm talking about this shit. Because post-game, Lahee made a statement saying that he was never going to be 100% in his career again. He had 16 points, seven and six. That was his stat line. Those little 16 puss ass points wasn't gonna help shit. And the ESPN app said, oh, he couldn't play hero. The fact that you even expected him to play hero in the first fucking place says a whole lot about your expectations for him. Because the way y'all hype him up and build him up and make excuses for him, Listen, y'all should have expected shit except for what he usually gets. Excuses. And did you have a high ankle sprain? Or did you just come back from maternity leave? This man is acting like he threw his body on a live grenade. Both of his legs got amputated. And he's trying to find his way around, trying to be mobile again. 
high ankle sprain is the least serious injury, one of the least serious injuries that you could possibly have. Now, if you broke your ankle, okay, that would be different. But you sprained your ankle. You was up dancing around, jumping around when the Lakers were winning when you were on the bench. So I don't really don't want to hear you tell me shit about you never being at 100% again in your career. Kobe Bryant came back from the Achilles tear, a bone spur in his knee, a torn rotator cuff, and he kept playing in the last game of his career. Scored 60 points. Derrick Rose, ACL tear, meniscus tears in both knees. What is he doing now? Balling. He got 50 points when he was in Minnesota. Now he's balling on the Knicks and contributing in the best way he knows how to do. Russell Westbrook. He had meniscus tears as well. And guess what? He's still averaging fucking triple doubles in his career. So what the hell is your excuse? A high ankle sprain. And you're acting like you shattered both of your legs. Man. And y'all wonder why I don't ever rep LeBron or was ever a fan of his in the first damn place. He has an excuse ready every time the Lakers lose or anytime any of his teams lose. It's always an excuse to why, when, how, and just unnecessary shit that you don't really care to know about. But he feels like he has to over-explain himself when he loses. No. Don't explain shit. Just say exactly what everybody else says. That killer instinct should have been there, which you don't have in which you don't have in your body. You should have been the first one to call for the ball, drive to the basket, and make sure that the Sacramento Kings couldn't stop you. But he's using his age as an excuse. He's using coming back from an injury as an, ex and his, ah, as an excuse. When the Lakers win. You want to soak up the glory and bask in it while the other guys do the dirty work. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Like, the shit just pisses me off. Because you're... Listen. Y'all already know what it is when it comes to me and Lahem. I respect who he is on the court. I'm sorry, off the court. But I promise, on the court, when he plays lackluster and has an on and off button all the damn time, he acts like such a fucking female that it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense that a man with your stature, 6'8", 260, built like a Greek god, but you were so filled with estrogen that even Savannah has more balls than you. And the fucked up thing is, people know this, but the minute you call it out, oh, you're a hater, you're a hater, no. I'm a hater, okay. You can call me a hater if you want to. However, you can't tell me that I'm wrong for what I said. Because you're, like, you being a fan of certain players, it reflects how your attitude is. Like, I'm a Kobe Bryant and a Michael Jordan fan. Neither of them gave any fucks. They didn't make excuses. And when they played bad, they came out and they said so. Same with Russell Westbrook. But 
he loses, he always gives an excuse. Perfect example. The 2018 finals. The Cavs got swept. What was his excuse? He comes out with a fucking cast in the press conference saying, oh, my hand was broken. Where the fuck was this energy when you were doing push-ups for the damn game? Because the last time I checked, you can't do push-ups on a fucked up hand. And take it from somebody who's been working out off and on all my damn life. If my arm was fucked up, I wouldn't be able to do push-ups. But then again, I did strain my rotator cuff and I was still fucking working out and doing insanity workouts. But that's just me. Maybe I'm built different. But the bottom line is this. If you're never going to be at 100% again, why not work harder to become better and find other aspects of your game to be effective? Because Kobe wasn't the same player after he tore his Achilles injury. He couldn't really do the high-flying shit that he was doing prior to the Achilles tear. However, he was still balling. Nobody thought that he would be able to get 30 points or even 20 points his last game. He scored 60 points and gave them the biggest middle finger to anybody who ever said that he told me he was old, he was done, and this and that. That's how you make a statement. Hell, take some tips from Jason Tatum. Maybe he can give you some killer instinct tips because that boy, if he can lead his team from a 32-point deficit to a win in overtime, what's stopping you from coming back from a high ankle sprain? And on that, I'm just going to go away because I'm at work right now and I have a lot of fucking shit to do. But I had to get this off my chest. I love you guys. Thank you so much for your support again and again. Be sure to listen to me on my birthday, May 4th, on the mic with Mike, on Energy Radio. And you guys have a good day.